Back to Raptors game day here on TSN 1050, tsn1050.ca, the iHeartRadio app. I'm Andy McNamara with you till 3 o'clock. Matt Cos takes over after that. Then it's Argos football, but Kawhi Watch is over, mm-hmm. and he's going to the L.A. Clippers. We know that. There is so much to get into, so much to break down. Make sure you're following us on Twitter at TSN1050Radio at AndyMC81. You can watch live in studio, behind the scenes, twitch.tv slash AndyMacLive. And if you are, you'd see my next guest in here, Bruce Arthur from the Toronto Star. Bruce, how's it going? Andy, how are you this morning? Oh, boy. I'm... I'm disappointed. That's the vibe we're getting. I ask people, like, how are you feeling? There's no anger, really. It's just like, man, I think when that jet came, mm-hmm. we all thought we were getting him back. Well, Kawhi was on the jet. Yeah. Uh, Kawhi was on the jet going back, but that was always part of the plan, apparently. Um, it was part. He came in for a visit, as it turns out, Wednesday, stayed Thursday, and the idea was him and his, and his camp went back Friday. Okay. But the idea was they would go back and make a decision. Um, the stuff that happened to lead to this one, like I, I, in the broader strokes, I agree with you. I don't think Raptors fans, you can be mad if you want. I don't think you should be mad. No. The, like, the thing to remember in all of this, the Toronto Raptors won an NBA championship. That happened. You can go watch it again. Right. You, will, it's there. You, you will feel that way maybe once in a lifetime. That entire run was incredible. It was like, amazing. And Kawhi Leonard is the guy who carried the mail through the whole thing. This week, it got complicated. Um, there was a lot of stuff that happened this week, from what I can tell. And I'm still working with an incomplete picture, because I think we all are. Right. On the Sunday night, the, and actually, through the playoffs, and I've got this in a piece in the Toronto Star that's online right now. Through the playoffs, the focus for Kawhi and his Uncle Dennis Roberts, and Uncle Dennis, his closest advisor, was the Clippers. Okay. Uh, they were they were talking about the Clippers through the playoffs. Uncle Dennis was overheard on, in the post game melee talking about leaving the Raptors during the Philadelphia series and during the finals. Right. There was contact between the Kawhi camp and Jimmy Butler's camp post finals and even during the playoffs. And on the Sunday night as free agency opened. There was a non-zero chance that that was going to happen, that Kawhi Leonard and Jimmy Butler were going to go together to the Clippers. Kawhi hesitated. They didn't go. So the week started. He talked to the Lakers. I don't get the sense that the Lakers were ever a serious thing, and anyone who tells you different, maybe they have different information from me because that's a leaky organization. Right. I was told from two sources, one before free agency, one during free agency, that Kawhi did not want to play with LeBron on a super team. That, he did not want that. No. Okay. He, he was worried about the dysfunction in the organization as well. Um, it wasn't what he was focused on. The Clippers were always what he was focused on. Mm-hmm. He doesn't, he's not a limelight guy. Right. It fits, but he wanted a second star to go with him. When Jimmy went to the Heat, it looked tougher for the Clippers. As of Thursday night, the Clippers thought they were out. Earlier in the week, Kawhi had gone to both the Clippers and the Raptors, and said, can you go get Paul George? And I was told also the, another option was Bradley Beal oh. of Washington. Okay. Can you get one of these guys? Difficult move to make. Um, the Paul George trade talks with the Raptors, and I have to be careful about what I can say here. My understanding is they never got serious. Hmm. The ask from Oklahoma City was extraordinary. Uh, 
So they asked from Oklahoma City for my information. And this is a starting point. This is not the complete deal because the salaries wouldn't match up. Right, right, right. It's Pascal Siakam, Fred Van Vliet, and four unprotected first-round picks. Ooh. That's a lot. Ooh. Yeah. My understanding is that was the ask. And it never got into serious conversations because with both, and this is interesting, with both Kawhi and with Oklahoma City, the Raptors felt like neither one was bargaining in... Not necessarily good faith, but with the Raptors as a priority. Okay. So that the the Clippers were still the goal. And so for Oklahoma City, they were trying to use the Raptors. It was seen by the Raptors as leverage. Right, 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 right. So what they wound up getting from the Clippers was really significant. Five first-round picks, four of them unprotected. Oh, it's a haul. Sh- Shai Gilgis-Alexander. If you think about that as a, as a straight-up trade... It's insane for Paul George. It makes a little more sense for Paul George and Kawhi Leonard. And that's what you needed. Yeah. yeah. So it's five first-round picks. Shai, Shai, Shai Gilgis-Alexander, Danilo Gallinari, who's an expiring contract and can play. Um, Oklahoma City got all this done. The Raptors were being asked for that or more. And I'm the, the, the question that I have not answered is I'm not sure they had an assurance that Kawhi comes back if they make that deal. So I, don't, that I, don't know, I don't know that. Okay, so we don't know. I don't know that. It would seem that that would be, since that was the ask, but not confirmed. But you, you would need that to even begin to make that deal. That deal is significant, right? Like well, that deal, up everything. It guts your future, and it's all right now. So what you'd then have is you'd have a, a, a team. Let's say that, the, again, I, this never got to senior levels. It never got to significant levels. The Raptors were never close to this deal, and I was told Russell Westbrook was never in it. Never in it. Okay. Yeah, never in it. Um, uh, I think there, there, were, there are some people in the league who will tell you that Russ wanted to play with Kawhi. I'm not sure that it went the other way. Hmm. Um, but either way, the Raptors never talked about that. But you would have had a deal where you would have had Kawhi, Paul George, uh, Kyle Lowry, Mark Gasol, Serge Ibaka, Norm Powell, OG Ananobi. But some of those guys would have had to go in that deal because, again, the salaries didn't match up. Yeah, you're right, and that's so, where the so math who else in. do you put in there? Norm, Norm Powell's $10 million. You're $18 million short. And OG Ananobi would probably complete it. But there weren't that many puzzle pieces that would make that fit work. So it was a difficult situation. But again, I don't think the Raptors came as close. I, I think earlier in the week, there was a genuine sense. And at one point in the middle of the week, there was a genuine sense that Kawhi Leonard was seriously torn. That there was a mm-hmm. real decision happening. And it was between the Raptors and the Clippers. I don't think the Lakers were ever the thing. Um, for and, and not just for the reasons that I stated. I think there were some other points of friction there as well. Right, right. Like the fact that the Lakers leaked information about their talks with Kawhi. Kawhi doesn't like that. Kawhi did, did not like that. Um, and so, what Kawhi wanted, Kawhi got. Kawhi had wanted when he came here to go to Los Angeles. When he came here, he wasn't interested in playing for the Raptors. It wasn't that he didn't like Toronto. He just had never thought about it as an opportunity or as a destination. I think he had the most fun. He said it. He had the most fun that he's ever had playing basketball here. Mm-hmm. Won a championship. But he wanted to go home. And that was, during the playoffs, the overriding sense. I think the championship brought the Raptors much closer. I think Masai Ujiri brought the Raptors much closer. Right. Again, I think... If Kawhi wanted to go to L.A., really wanted to go to L.A., I think he might have been able to get Jimmy Butler to go there on Sunday night, and it's over. Um, but he wasn't ready to commit, and that's where they were. So Made it the toughest of decisions. So it was a really complicated week, and a lot of things changed. Um, 
And in the end, in the last two days to three days, it's unclear exactly when, the Raptors didn't feel like this was a serious and close negotiation. I don't think they felt like they went right down to the wire on this. Hmm. They felt from their perspective, and again, this is in the, in the, in, in the kind of, we're looking at this right after the decision, that they were not as close as maybe it sounded from other sides of the aisle. Okay. Okay. In conversation in studio with me, Bruce Arthur from the Toronto Star. Some tremendous information here on Twitter at Bruce underscore Arthur. So, Bruce, when, we, when you look at the Raptors, if you're a fan, mm-hmm. you have to feel good in the sense where I don't think there was, there was anything else you could have done. No. as an organ- You had Masai. You won the title. You brought him in. You had the year-long interview. Like, there's the sense where if there was something left on the table, maybe that would almost be easier to handle. But there, I don't think there was outside of, as you laid out, that insane Paul George possible deal, which, which really I don't think you could have done with how the salaries were. And again, the sense was from the Raptors that it was not a deal that Oklahoma City was seriously considering. Mm. So, it's, it, I mean, if you just look at negotiations, if you throw out an insane ask from the start. Right. Now, to their credit, they had an insane haul when they got to the end of it. But if that's your starting point, it didn't feel like there was... I don't think there was trust between Sam Presti and Masai Ujiri. Sam okay. Presti's a San Antonio guy, remember? Oh, and so, okay. And hmm. so I'm not, sure, I'm not sure if that played any part or not. But there, again, there was, there was not a sense from the Raptors that that was a serious, real, we could make this happen and it would be at all reasonable negotiation. And right. that would, that's your tipping point, though. Like I think you're right. The Raptors hit every note this season. That's it. The team, the front office, the medical staff, the travel, the way they handled Kawhi in terms of load management, the fact that they won a championship. And not only that, yeah, Kawhi carried the load, but he had probably his worst game of the finals in Game 6, and the rest of the team carried him to a mm-hmm. title. That's what happened in Game 6. Yep. This, these guys, Masai Ujiri created real relationships with people in the circle of Kawhi and with Kawhi himself. I don't know if the relationship with Uncle Dennis was as healthy Hmm. At the end, um, Uncle Dennis, I think, is a wild card in all of this. And I was told early in the process Uncle Dennis wanted L.A. Okay. Um, the Raptors got outbid, but it really is a question of whether you think. And, again, there's, there's different sides to all these stories. And, we're, again, we're dealing with incomplete information. If you think the Raptors could and should have done that deal, Pascal Siakam, Fred Van Vliet, four unprotected first-round picks as a starter, and then you've got to make the salaries match, and if, that, if you thought that would bring back Kawhi Leonard, right. then what you could say is that they hit a point at which it was no longer worth it to them, and you can, you can characterize that as saying they blinked, or you can characterize that as saying that they weren't willing to do it. Again, from their perspective, that's not what was truly on the table. Right. And, right. It, so, and it's so much of an... Because, Bruce, after this year... Those big contracts come out, you have so much free space. So you're essentially saying we would go all in for probably, again, one more year, mm-hmm. do it. And heck, you know, you come out with two championships, yeah. good problem to have. But then the, the other moving parts of you've crippled yourself going yeah. forward. And, and you know what? You could maybe do that because you only get chances to sure. go for a championship sure. so often. But Kawhi had to really want to do it. Mm-hmm. And in this case, Oklahoma City really would want to do it. I don't. The information I don't have is whether or not they really made any progress on a Bradley Beal trade. If they, oh, okay. if they looked at that, um, I'm not sure that Bradley Beal was the guy who would have made it happen. Uh, but he was part of the ask. 
Right. So the Raptors went about as far as they could on this. And if Kawhi Leonard had really wanted to come back, they might have been able I think that there was there was a path there that probably could have been maybe could have been followed. I'm not 100% sure. Okay. That. But it's clear and it was clear before the title and it was clear even after the title that the focus was on the Los Angeles Clippers and that the Raptors closed the gap about as far as they probably could. And then at that point, the in the NBA, this is an extension of AAU basketball. It's an extension of the NCAA now. It is recruiting. It is backroom deals. It is tampering. It is dirty business. And, totally. And, and players, players for players talking. It's nuts. And, and the players run the league. And yeah. so, yeah. again, if Kawhi had come out of that season and said, I want to be back in Toronto, he would have been back in Toronto. Sure. I think it was a decision. And at some point during the week, Kawhi pivoted further towards the Clippers. And at that point, I'm not, I don't know if they could have brought him back. I don't know if they could have closed the deal. But the championship window for the Raptors is over now. Right. And now you figure out what's next. And what's next is probably Kyle Lowry is going to be on the trade market. Sure. Marcus Gasol is going to be on the trade market. Serge Ibaka is going to be on the trade market this summer at the deadline. Um, those guys have expiring contracts. They're veterans. You're starting something different here. They're going to go. And then you figure out how you get salary cap space for 2021 and take a run at Giannis Antetokounmpo. Bring it on. And that's what it is. Bring it on. And Bruce, real quick, because I know you got to get to TV. Um, any notion of people following the helicopters or tracking or applauding Kawhi or following him to the, to the, the zoo or Niagara Falls? Did that have that had nothing to do with it, did it, do you think? That's a very good question. I don't know that for sure. I will say this. Um, I doubt that in a transaction this big, where home was this big of a draw, where this big a deal could be made, mm-hmm. that that's a decisive factor that's in any way. That's what I was thinking. But I will say, at one point in the process, before the helicopter situation, right, right before CP24 <laughs> tracked him, and that was him, Yeah, and it was clear it was him, uh, Kawhi did express to someone a discomfort with the amount of attention he was getting in those four days following the title. And it's, I think it's because he just never experienced it before. Yeah. And right? you, ha- like, you have to understand, too, from his, like, come on, we're excited, right? And, and, and what he should learn from that is this is your life now. This is your now, life. But he's going to be a clipper in L.A. People don't care about the clippers in L.A. Maybe this will change now. But they take celebrities pretty reasonably in Los mm-hmm. Angeles. But again, his family's there. There are people who will tell you that Kawhi is only truly comfortable around people he has known forever, which is why Jeremy Castleberry has been an assistant coach on two different teams, childhood right. friend. Right, right. His circle is so tight because those are the people he knows. His, his family is really tight. His family's there. Mm-hmm. And so for all the machinations, for all the ways that the Raptors got outmaneuvered, for all the ways that maybe they got the rug pulled out under them, depending on who you talk to, he wanted to go home. And, that's it. and that, to me, is the dominant factor that rides above all of this. So the Raptors won a title. They did everything you can do. It's the greatest year in Raptors history. People should remember it forever. Sure. And now it's over. And now it's over. And now we look to the future. Bruce, thank you so much. you got TV to do. Then get some downtime, please. I'm going to go on vacation yeah. as soon as that's over, buddy. <laughs> a very excited look in his eyes. <laughs> Bruce Arthur from the Toronto Star. We'll be back. Uh, we're going to open the phone lines, folks. 416-870-1050. 416-870-1050. How do you feel about Kawhi leaving? What is next for the Raptors and the rest of the NBA. That's coming up next, Raptors Game Day, TSN 1050.